Way to segue. Like that was beautiful. I'm the queen of segue. Holy guys. cow. <laughs> I'm like, how are we going to get out of this? Talk about like dead the people. Point. She's like, the best. best. <laughs> She's the best at that. Welcome to the Finding Your Shine podcast, hosted by best friends, Nina Boyce and Liz Garster. Enjoy a dose of Monday motivation each week as we interview people lighting up the communities of health and wellness, spirituality, and personal growth. Wherever you are on your journey to health, happiness, and self-love, our real and authentic conversations with guests will keep you inspired and empowered. And keep you laughing too. Thanks for listening. We're honored to join you in finding your shine. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. We are talking to our dear, dear friend, Sam of Fried Eggs and Sam on Instagram. If you are not following her, we highly recommend it. We are absolutely love this conversation because I find that the interviews are great. Like I love doing interview style, talking to new and inspiring guests, but it's also really fun just to not have a game plan. Well, we never have a game plan. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) But to not have to really think about like doing an interview style and then just having a good quality conversation with someone. Yes. And that person is actually, I think, our podcast all-star. I think she's tied with Simi for being on the most times. She has, because this is her third time on the show. Yeah. So we should have a trophy or some kind of prize that we give out at different levels. Sam is the Finding Your Shine podcast all-star. MVP. Um, Yeah. We are so happy to have this conversation with her and to share it with you. We talked about some of the silliest things in this episode, but I think it'll be either super relatable and funny, or you guys are going to think that some of us are really weird and crazy. But either way, it was a fun down-to-earth conversation. We talk about like spirits and moving and our weird childhoods. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. Yeah. And just a reminder that Sam has also started her own podcast. So if you're like, I can't get enough of Sam, I just have to listen to more of Sam. There are as of now, and there will be more. Right now, there are 15 episodes of Goo you can listen to. Nina and I have both been on, and there will be more by the time this airs. So there you go. Check her out at Gooey Podcast on all the platforms you can listen to podcasts on. She'll be there. All right. We're not going to talk anymore because we want you to hop into this episode with Sam. Our reoccurring guest is back on the show. Actually, this is your third time on the show because the first time was solo. The second time was with a group of super inspiring, empowering ladies. And now we're just bringing you back to hear all the cool updates on your life. So thank you for coming on the show again, Sam. Yay. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. We love that every time we talk to you, there's there's always something new. Like the theme (laughs) of Sam's life is... It's never the same. There's always some <laughs> amazing change or like big development. So mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone will be excited to hear what you're up to. I feel like that's like how it always is. People, anytime that I see people that I haven't seen in a few, well, actually in like a few weeks, they're like, so what's uh, what's new? What's happening? There's always something. <laughs> yeah, you just live this very creatively fluid life. And I feel like you have that... You just 
do it. Like if you get an inspired idea or something pushes you towards like even a new location in life, you're like, all right, let's go for it. Let's do it. Like you don't have... I mean, you probably do have fears. Everybody does. But you seem to work through them and not let them hold you back, which I guess I would love to talk about because I think a lot of people struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just kind of like... I used to let the fear... I'm like, I definitely still have fears for sure, 100%. But like I used to let the fear completely guide every decision. And now I only let the fear guide like 40% of the decisions. Oh, it feels <laughs> like no percent from an outsider <laughs> looking in. So... There's also a lot of things that I want to do that I have yet to do because of said of fear. So it's yeah. like walking or working into it. I um, it takes time, but like I think from the outside, it just looks like I'm just jumping at things. So, yeah. so one of those fears probably was starting a podcast, which you've done. So mm-hmm. tell our listeners who we hope listen to the Gooey podcast, but if they don't. Tell us like what prompted that decision, what that's all about, kind of how you've decided the show flows, all of that. Yeah. So yes, I started my very own podcast, Gooey Podcast. I'm really excited. I never thought that that would be something I'd be able to do until probably a few years down the line. It was always on the list, but I was like, I don't even know how to start this kind of thing. Like, I know people who have podcasts, but I don't know like what that looks like or how to even go about it. And um, I just kept kind of like making that an intention, make, having it in my mind. And then oddly enough, like through you and Nina, I was able to really make that come to fruition and happen. And it's been really great. I'm on episode 15, which is crazy. I know. It is insane. And I even like accidentally skipped a week because my computer was on the fritz. So And not even Mercury retrograde. Not even Mercury retrograde. Which I told you about my computer incident. It happened. There's a reason it happened. Mercury retrograde. Like, I know. It is, and it wasn't even Mercury retrograde, which I'm convinced is what destroyed my computer this week. So Did Mercury retrograde got all of us this time around. Like my neighbor's car was broken into and her computer was stolen. Actually, Kelsey, Aida, for everybody that's listening, she'll be on the podcast in a couple weeks. And then my car broke down. I had to get it fixed and like replaced. And your car, car broke down. You didn't have it during Mercury Retrograde. I feel like this Mercury Retrograde was saying to people... Everything that is not in alignment with you or like whatever fear you need to deal with or whatever you need to get pushed, like whatever you need to push you through is going to happen. Oh, 100%. It always does that. And But I think people use it too as like a crutch and we just realize yes. this, all this stuff more. Mm-hmm. But like it definitely is the ruler of electronics and transportation. So kind of makes sense. <laughs> kind of makes sense. <laughs> that's what I wondered. I actually had this conversation today. I was like, is it that I just didn't notice before? Like when I wasn't paying attention, I didn't notice that like technology problems would happen maybe a few times a year? Or is it like now that I know about Mercury Retrograde, I look for it. I'm like, there it is. See, there you go. But see, here's the thing. I was not looking for it until the 12th person was like, oh my God, my computer's broken or my car broke down. I'm like, what is going on? Oh yeah, it's Mercury Retrograde. So I wasn't even searching for things because I don't even... I really believe that we are co-creators of our lives. So we can't just like... The planets aren't going to dictate what's going to happen to us necessarily. 
So I don't like fully go by it. But that's not true. I kind of really do go by it. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was like, this does not sound like you. Like, <laughs> what I mean to say is I also take it with a grain of salt where I'm like, okay, right, it's Mercury yeah. retrograde, but that right. doesn't mean that everything in my life is going to go to shit. Like, no, exactly. Like you, There's this meme that always comes around right after Mercury like goes quote unquote back in alignment or like back forward. And it's always like... <laughs> I know this, I think. What is it again? It's like... It's like, no, oh shoot, now I can't blame everything yeah. that happens. I can't blame that. all my problems on Mercury retrograde anymore since it's back in alignment. It's like, well, I mean, sure, like we use it as like a crutch, but... It's got some truth to it. It really it does. Does I mean, have some truth Facebook to it? Facebook and Instagram, like oh, down. Yeah. How often Dude. does that happen? Like uh, um, last time it happened was in November of last year. So we're reading about that so specifically because I was looking something up wow. and somebody posted about it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, how in the world? That is another thing we should talk about. Sam equals the knower of random ass facts. Like, yes. You know everything. It seems like you ha- you like know some sort of weird information about anything that I ask. I do. I and I hate that about me sometimes because I feel like it makes me come off as like a know-it-all and I don't I don't love the idea that I am a know-it-all because I think of like that middle school girl who's got like a stick up her ass and she's like, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I think of. So I try not to say stuff, but then like I get excited because I know something. So I just want to like share it. And then I'm like, how can I make this come off without seeming like, like braggy or mm-hmm. something like that? And I try really, sometimes I'm just quiet about it. <laughs> Do you think that's why you have so many creative interests? Because you seem to just know a lot about various things because I was thinking like you love to cook, you love stuff with like spirituality and astrology, you love podcasting, like social media, love social media, yeah, events, every like communication and connecting people. Like there seems to be you travel. Like there just see I can just keep seeing them. Like <laughs> more, there seems more. to be a lot of things. So where do you think that came from? Is that just like a part of your personality or do you just do a lot of reading and research? I think it's got a lot of different bits of like where it came from. So I think I grew up with two parents who were really big into travel. They, My dad is still a flight attendant and my mom and him met because my mom was also a flight attendant. Wellness-wise, I had a really bad childhood with health issues. And so that was just something that was in my brain from that. Astrology-wise, I'd say that came from just... like I've always had a fascination with the stars and the moon. And so it just kind of naturally... Let's also, also not forget that you talked to spirits when you oh. <laughs> like saw spirits when you were a child. Wait, what? <laughs> About that. <laughs> I mean, she's like, you know, I just always had a fascination slash like I would see dead people sometimes. So <laughs> we're not going to talk about it, but it was there. Liz, did you not know that? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I used to be able, like I wouldn't talk to spirits. I mean, I would... <laughs> I was exaggerating a bit. Just a touch, yeah. I would <laughs> see them. She's just like and... hanging out with Abe Lincoln over in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> no, child. no big deal. <laughs> hey, Abe. No, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think I just kind of thought that was like another thing. Like it didn't really for me tie into like my fascination with Wu mm-hmm. until I started connecting that as I got older, maybe. I don't know. Like to me, they still kind of seem separate. Which maybe to other people, they're like, no, 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 it's spirits and it's spirituality, and those are the same thing. But I used to like be able to see spirits, and they were just like there. And then I would notice them and kind of get freaked out, and then they would go away. And 
I never talked to them. I never like they never came at me. It was never like this bad feeling. So I never really was like freaked out by it until one day I was working actually in Gahanna, right outside of Columbus. And oh, this is like not just when you were like a wee no, one. No, it it stopped about I was just talking to Kelsey about this. It stopped just a couple years back. And I'm not really sure why, but I kind of miss it. You actually saw someone at one of my ta- my group tarot readings. And I'm not going to say who or like why, because we know somebody that was there. But afterwards, after everyone left, you're like, there was definitely a spirit chilling behind so-and-so like at the event. And um, my dog also like sees energy. And when I sage the apartment, he gets he can like feel the negative energy leaving the apartment. And at that tarot reading, he kept going to like the corner of the couch, like looking up in that area. And then afterwards, Sam was like, yeah, that's why. <laughs> so, but it's like, never anything bad, you know? It's never... And this is also... I want to put out this to everybody listening who's like, what is going on here? Tarot cards are not weird or scary in any way. They're they not witchcraft. They're not witchcraft. They honestly are just a way to uh, bring out what you already intuitively know and to help guide you and get inspiration and all of that good stuff. But I think whenever you're doing something spiritual or like when you believe in having your guides come and show up for you, like they'll be around. Mm -hmm. Like they'll be there around you. So anyway, but yeah, you saw someone like not that long ago. Yeah. So I didn't see a person, but I saw energy above. Oh, gotcha. So like like I used to be able to. What's that? Like an orb of light. So it's not even that. It's like that that one was hard to describe. Like, okay. So there is a difference between like me seeing a spirit and me like sensing a spirit. If that makes I don't know. Okay. So you know how you go into a room and you can kind of feel you're like, oh, this feels good, or like, oh, this does not feel good. Um, so it's like that, but it's concentrated. So my eyes would just go directly to a place. And I think that's kind of the same thing for animals. Sometimes, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they see things, but like they also sense like something is here that yes. I don't like or something is here that I do like. And so yeah, Jackson was going nuts. And I was like, there is somebody sitting above that person. Like absolutely just yeah. right there. And, 100%. And I could feel it and I could like see that they were there, but I didn't see an actual person. Whereas I used to be able to see actual people and they mm. just looked like you or me, but I knew like I wasn't going to... We were dead. But like I knew like I wouldn't be like, Hey, Nina, come talk to this colonial dress woman because obviously she's human and you can see her right here. I wouldn't be like that. I would just be like, Oh, I see a human there. I see a a person, like a being. Were they translucent? No, they literally look like you and me right now. That terrifies me. But it's not scary. Like I didn't ever feel scared or or unsafe. I was just like, oh, that's different. Yeah. A lot of people that are now psychic or intuitives, they say the same thing. Like they're just like, okay, yeah, they're just here. Like doesn't scare you. It's just, oh yeah. Because you can tell if they're friendly being or not. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't know if you guys... Well, Sam, I'm sure obviously you've had these experiences. Liz, I don't know if you had, but I used to see like... One time I woke up and I saw someone... It was like a skeleton figure playing a banjo at the end of my bed. Swear to God. Woke up and I was like, okay. Like I just saw him and was like, oh, Hank. Hey, skeleton playing banjo at the end of my bed. And then I fell back asleep. And Mm -hmm. I've heard multiple children's stories about having something like just chilling at the end of their bed. 
and other like kids. Because I think when we're little, and obviously also when you're in that like half conscious state, you see these things. And I think that it's kind of common for kids to see them and be like, oh, or I used to, there used to be a panda, swear to God, that lived in my closet. Like you can ask my mom. I used to be like, there's a panda that lives in my closet that I would like see. And now I have to, and I just have to close the closet door because it would distract me. Oh I think gosh. I just saw these like weird things when I was younger. When we're kids, like it's very, we're, we're more apt to like use our full imagination and like our full brain and mm-hmm. we see and like feel and yeah, I mean, because you even hear, well, that that happened actually the one day that I in Gehanna. So I was working at this old bakery and it was an old in an old house. And this little boy started like literally freaking out with his mom and screaming, like, I don't want to play with the monster. And internally I was like, oh, fuck, like <laughs> I don't want to play with the monster either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have to close tonight all alone. Well, so old house, all, you know, I'm sure like people used to live there. A guy mm-hmm. actually came in um, to tell us that like it was his grandma's house and he told us like the bedrooms and all this stuff. And it was great. It wasn't like creepy or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm doing dishes that night and it was like winter. So it was definitely getting darker earlier. And I, at the stairwell, like I just saw this. She probably was like 12 or 13 years old. And she was just sitting there like on the stairwell watching me do dishes. And I could no, feel No, thank her. you, ma'am. No. I would have been out. It did freak me out. That building. one freaked me out. But I didn't like... I didn't get a bad feeling. I was just nervous. And I like looked over and she just like kind of looked at me. She didn't smile. She didn't like have a weird face or anything like that. She just looked like a, a prepubescent girl. And she... Was she wearing colonial garb as well? Or no, was she, she was wearing like... <laughs> <laughs> she she was wearing like like a what are they called like a skort like jumper kind of set mm-hmm. so I like, a, this, like a young Catholic schoolgirl yeah actually yes and her hair can like I just tell you that that freaks me out even more like that there's because, like this ancient that's because like, of scary movies that's why that I, exactly that. I do not watch do that I do not watch scary movies I so I think here's what I think about me. I think that I definitely am intuitive and that I have the ability to maybe dive into this world and see slash hear things that... And I block it because I am afraid of it. Mm. And so that's why when I was younger, I never watched scary movies because I hated like the scary energy of things. I Even now, if I walk into something old, like an old house or whatever, I feel very uncomfortable. I get nervous. I feel like I can just feel the energy. If I move somewhere, it has to be someplace new. Hmm. It has to be a newer build because I have to like not have any old energy in there, which is hard because I live in Italian village and Victorian village. They're the cutest old houses. I don't think I can ever live in one because I'll just absorb everything too much. I Unless feel- I sage every day. I feel like though, that's a lot of you taking your old like, Thoughts and yeah, and placing them on things like I don't necessarily think that all old things are bad. I don't think you're that right. all like that. That energy, I think maybe it's just you like being a little bit afraid of opening up yourself fully to what you might have the potential power of. Yeah. So if you had 100. wanted to be like, "Hey, Catholic schoolgirl, like, what's up?" Like, you can't have so a conversation. I, I did. Back to the original story. That's fine. That's fine. I did. I actually like. So I looked at her and I was like, uh, okay, uh, hi. 
I'm Sam. Uh, and literally, this is how I sounded. Like my hands, my palms are actually sweating right now. Was this the monster, quote unquote? Well, I'm guessing this was a monster because this little boy probably saw this girl. And I'm guessing it was probably her old bedroom that he was in. And he saw that nobody else was paying attention to her or talking to her. So it freaked him out probably. Oh, got it. Okay. And so then for me, I'm like, this is the monster. Like, awesome. Yeah. So... <laughs> I just Poor tried to start a conversation girl. with her and she didn't say anything back. And then I like looked back over and she was gone. Hmm. Was I wouldn't I have like, liked that oh, either. Interesting. I don't know if I want to be alone when that happens next time. Because every other time it's been like other people have been in the room. I feel like I would be like, is she behind me? Is she right next to me? I didn't like, feel I, like she was bad. I would, yeah, I know. And I think you can definitely tell the more I learn about all of this stuff, the less scary it is because you realize mm -hmm. even like a quote unquote bad energy, I feel like they're just troubled, you know, and you just need to be like, solve whatever you need to solve. Like, it's okay. Like, you can, you can go now. Like, you can have peace. Mm -hmm. See them away. Like, I don't know. I'm actually getting feel... a Reiki certification tomorrow. Yeah. So let's see what energies I come up with. I feel very boring that I have never had any kind of these fun experiences. You're ever. not boring. People are literally going to listen to this podcast and be like, wow, Sam's batshit crazy. I'm not going <laughs> to hang out with her. They're <laughs> also going to think that about me. <laughs> Liz seems nice and boring like a piece of white bread. No. We'll hang out. <laughs> no. Liz, I feel like you have had experiences like this though. Like, Have you ever had moments in your childhood where something like happened that you were just... Literally, the fact that you have perfect pitch and could hear notes in your head <laughs> is something to what we're talking about. Like Liz was the kid that's like, oh, I hear music. And then could just like automatically play it and was like, that's an A. Like you just <laughs> knew, like, that's weird. Let's uh -huh. talk about that for a second. The only weird thing I can remember from my childhood was asking my mom about reincarnation without knowing that that's what I was asking her about. And I was like five mm. years old. Okay, there you go. Mm. Like I remember being five and being in her bedroom and being like, and I knew what it meant in my head, but I knew she wasn't understanding what I was asking. <laughs> I was like, when I die, will I ever say I'm me again? And will I be the same me or will I be a different me? What a profound <laughs> Except I'm not at all surprised because you are just a profound human. You were like having existential crises at five. If I had a five-year-old, they were like, when I die, I ever be me again. I'd be like, I am giving you up. appointment. <laughs> it's terrifying. Oh my God. No, actually the other night I dreamed. Well, I mean, it must have, it was a dream. I'm pretty sure. I think it was. Or was I woke it? up. I don't know. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about it. I had a relative that's passed within the last few years and I woke up or I don't know if I woke up in my dream. He was in, it was, my room was dark. I was in bed asleep and he was in the corner smiling at me. And then, yeah. See, I don't like those. I don't like these like kids on the steps and <laughs> uncles smiling in the corner. And then, and then he was like in a different corner. Like he was in one corner by my stairs, and then he was in the other corner by my window. Like he moved, and but Liz, I don't. 
For you? This is 100%. You're like, I've never had an experience except my dad. It was uncle. a dream. <laughs> no. Okay, first of all, I never said dream. uncle. This is amazing. <laughs> my uncle. I know. I was like, wait, was this your uncle? No. Oh, why, where did I come up with the word uncle? <laughs> Family member, but um, no, I'm That's pretty funny. sure it's just a dream. And I pretended I, like it was possibly it could be. real. I mean, I feel like a lot of times, uh, especially family members that have passed, do Maybe your uncle in our <laughs> you're a parent. All uncle. uncles are accounted for, <laughs> but I feel like they do kind of they come in in our dream state because that's when they can actually like get into our our subconscious and right. layers that we don't always access or allow or allow ourselves to access fully. Okay, let's also talk about this. This was not the direction I thought this podcast would go, but I'm kind of no, loving we're it. Here. We're here. Um, so. When you guys were little, did you used to do the thing where you would look at the dark? Like you'd be laying in bed and you would notice all of the colors and shapes and like things that would float around in the darkness? (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually kind of did. I want to say no, but yeah. I I remember. (laughs) um, Kind of. Because there are very like... It's weird. Oh my God. People, you have to know what I'm talking about. Like I would see shapes and things and colors and they would like float in front of my face. And then later on, I learned that's like sort of that other dimension type of thing going on. But I think all kids do it. Yeah, I I do too. I remember being in um, fourth grade at the psychologist's office, which I think... (laughs) <laughs> my my mom did make me go to a psychologist. She was like, my daughter's asking very awkward questions. Well, no. So she sent, we went to the psychologist. I think this is right. I don't know. She's going to listen to this and be like, no. But my <laughs> it's sister. Like, listen, none of that happened. <laughs> my sister, I do know this, was she saw a relative that had deceased, had been deceased. And she saw her like in the corner of this restaurant in this booth that she I always sat story. at. And my sister was like, oh, there she is. And my mom freaked out and took her to the psychologist. And I think like while she was there, she's like, oh, my oldest is way more messed up. We should probably bring her to the psychologist too. So I remember being in the psychologist's office, like waiting for my sister to get done with her appointment. And I would close my eyes and I would see like, I guess I would call it, I can still see it like static. Mm-hmm. And I remember oh, yeah. perfect description. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I remember b- thinking that I had the power to see air molecules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I was like, wow, I can see each individual air molecule. Can you picture fourth grade Liz sitting in a child psychologist's office, like tripping out, closing yeah. her eyes, like thinking she could see air? I wish I knew fourth grade Liz <laughs> so badly. She's kind of weird. I didn't meet her till she was 18, but I really wish I would have known you like 10 years before that. <laughs> She's pretty strange, guys. <laughs> I just think that um, we shut it off. Like we shut off our intuitive ability because society's like, that's weird. You need to go to a psychologist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as we get older, some people, it comes back to them and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it and see what happens. And then other people are like, hell no, I don't want to be... Like, I don't want to feel like I'm crazy. So I'm going to shut it off. And I think I'm just like trying to find the happy balance between like, there obviously is this energy force out there. I also believe that there are spirits. I think that it's kind of almost like, I don't want to say ignorant, but to not not acknowledge that there's something bigger out there. So now I'm just slowly exploring and seeing, seeing what happens. 
I love that. I think you have to though. You have to like kind of keep an open mind to all of those things because I mean, we don't know. No, I think we do need to like kind of have a part of us that does remain open to that because we can't be shut off from all of the possibilities of what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I agree. So is it, is it, do you think it's that same, not like the spiritual side, but maybe that intuitive side or that trusting side that is, that has led you to start all the things? Like you just kind of like, intu- like you're being guided intuitively and you know, whatever you're going to jump into, it'll, it'll work out. Way to segue. Like that was beautiful. I'm the queen of segue. Holy guys. cow. <laughs> I'm like, how are we going to get out of this? Talk about like dead the people. Point. She's like, the oh. best. She's the best at that. No, I, I mean, potentially it could be that. Like maybe because I am just... My brain is so open to all of the possibilities of doing anything that that's what I do. I'm also like a Virgo. And in many different aspects of my chart. And that means that I communicate a lot. That means that I'm very analytical. So I think that my brain fights a lot with like that side where I need to have like this type A tendency. And then the mm-hmm. side of me where I'm like, but I see spirits. So like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's constantly this argument that I'm just trying to like calm down to more of a conversation. The battle between the masculine and the feminine energies. Don't we all have that battle? Yeah. Liz, I think you have very a lot of masculine energy. I'm a man. Too. Yeah, you feel <laughs> you're a man. <laughs> What's your sun sign again? My sun is Scorpio, Moon, and Leo. I don't even know where my moon is. I forget. I I'm a Pisces. I know, I'm, I forget. I'm a Pisces, so I'm all like watery and feminine. And I'm a Pisces rising, but I'm Ooh, a Virgo that sun makes sense. and Virgo moon. Ah. Yeah. Okay, I feel like after this, we need to have like a little astral- astrology hey, talk. You know, I love that stuff. So I'm down for it. So let's transition to the fact that you're moving back to Columbus here soon. So what made you... So I love that you are so free about living wherever. Like you've lived in California. You were thinking about moving to New Mexico for a time. Like you've been in Columbus. You moved to Northeast Ohio. Uh, you thought about New York. Like what gets you inspired to try out all of these new locations? Mm. So I think it's kind of plant. It was planted in me when I was born, honestly. So my mom was still flying when she was pregnant with me. Mm. And that kind of made me, I think it just like etched into my DNA that I can find home wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Even though I think the other part of me kind of argues that where I'm like, but how am I going to make friends? Where am I going to find community? And then the other part of me is like, duh, Sam, like, you can create friendships wherever you are because you are a communicator. And I think, yeah, I think I just naturally get excited about new places and new opportunities and kind of imagine myself like the whole romantic side of it where you're like, oh, and I just am in a new city and I can do anything I want and be a new mm-hmm. person and reinvent myself. And so that part like gets, gets me really excited. But then I also, I love like the community aspect of building relationships and finding friendships and like becoming that member of society or like when you walk into a coffee shop, they're like, Hey, Sam, like I've got your iced coffee here for you. Mm -hmm. I know. So I go back and forth between those things. But yeah, moving back to Columbus, I'm really excited for that. I think it's going to be a really good... It feels right. And I think I judge a lot or I base a lot of my decisions off of feeling. So I left Columbus last October. And it was because I was like, you know what? I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here now. I feel like whatever I was here for, 
that was the third or fourth time that I had moved to Columbus and lived there for... You keep coming back to Columbus though. Right. And like there's something that keeps bringing you back because it's the best city ever. Just going <laughs> to say it. I love Columbus I do so too. much. I do too. It's a great city. But I will say like, I, I looked at it as there was unfinished business in Columbus. And come September, I was like, oh, I feel like whatever the business was has been finished. And I didn't feel like I knew what to do with that. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go home and like kind of try and work through that and maybe just have like a little mini reset. And yeah, I I thought it was funny though, Nina, because you were like, as soon as I told you, you're like, okay, you're going to come back to Columbus. (laughs) Yeah. I I honestly... I honestly still like probably 10% of me thinks Liz and Zach are going to come back to Columbus too. I I honestly... I did get really like nostalgic when I was down there for your birthday. I was like... When you left, I was like, they can leave. They can leave, but they're coming back. (laughs) And I'm still holding on to that. And then Liz texted me the other day and was like, I'm going to be in Columbus like three times in like the month. I was like, it's because you're moving back. (laughs) You just all... need to be here. But I also know that you guys are very happy in Cuyahoga Falls. You have a cute little home and your parents are there and yeah. like your sister. So I get it. But I still <laughs> feel like all of my favorite people need to live in the same city as me. <laughs> I felt bad because I felt like your mom was like, I forget what it came up at your birthday, but I feel like she was like, maybe Nina will come back to, to the area. And I was like, oh, I don't... Maybe. You know, she knows. She knows that we're looking to get a place. Like we want to be in two places at once. The other place is just going to be LA. Mm-hmm. But we're all, but like our main home is going to be here. It's going to be mm-hmm. in Columbus. And then yeah. like our little, our little side home is going to be in LA. Yeah. I, I think for me, the goal would be to live in Columbus probably, or like at least East Coast like side. Because I don't, I don't consider Ohio Midwest personally. I consider... doesn't really feel like it's... No, yeah, I feel I, like Midwest is Iowa or something. I know. Or like, I know. I know, yeah. but either way, yeah. So I think I'd like to live like East Coast for eight months out of the year and then West Coast for four months. Probably Sacramento nice. would be the the West Coast spot for me, which is where I lived when I moved to California before. I've got my best friend is out there and I love it. Sacramento very much reminds me of just a West Coast Columbus. Huh. 100%. That's where Jordan Younger is originally from, right? Yeah. Sacramento? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I just... Who knows? What do you think, Liz? Do you think you're going to stay put for a while? I'm like hinting to ask if you're going to come back to Columbus. <laughs> no, I think I am. I just really want to, you know, Zach and I both work from home and we don't leverage the ability to travel as much as yeah. we want to. I have dreams of like, this is my new dreams. I just get weird dreams in my head sometimes. Of dead people? No, not of dead people, Nina. <laughs> dead uncles I... hanging in the corner of your bedroom. <laughs> Bringing that I... combo back. <laughs> I like secretly want to completely refinish a camper and make it look like Joanna Gaines camper and then like take it around. I love that. And like (laughs) hang out, like go to Colorado and like chill in a camper for a little bit. Do um, any of you guys watch, well, Liz, you watch Portlandia. Have you watched the latest season yet? No, I didn't. They they make jokes on everything that's 
popular at the moment. And so Mm -hmm. like the first scene opening up their new season is of this couple and they see this like old van and they look at it and they both start daydreaming of like, I'm going to redo this van and I'm going to go and travel the world. And then of course, because it's a comedy, it ends up being like the worst decision they've ever made. But I feel like right now that's like the thing is like, I'm going to live in a van or make it over. And But I can actually see you and Zach doing that because Zach is like He's I mentioned at my birthday, like very, very annoyingly creative and good at everything. And I feel like he would make the most beautiful traveling bus for you guys. I fully agree. He would absolutely. It would be like the swankiest looking thing. It It would. I don't want to like... I don't mean to be like, my dream is to live in a van. I just think of like the places (laughs) that we... Like when we go to Traverse City, it would be cool to like take that up there or like go like go to Texas. Actually, it would be not Texas. It'd be really hot. I'd have to go in like December um, if I do that. (laughs) I can't be in a camper in the heat. I'm delicate. <laughs> I was good. If there's air conditioning, you totally could. What is the conversation we're having today, guys? I am all about it, though. I think that it's fun to have it's these. Right. See, yeah, look why. at that. I'm sparking the fact that I like pick and choose a bunch of different millions of things. That's kind of how our conversation is going. I'm, well, let's really, though, really talk about gooey. I really... We would be remiss if we did not talk about gooey. Very so true. Tell yeah. me about the vision of that podcast how it was birthed. Ooh. Um, wow. Yeah. Choice of wordy in there. <laughs> so gooey has been something that I've wanted to do for a really long time, as I said at the beginning of this conversation. But I didn't really know how it was going to happen or how it was going to come to fruition. I just knew that it was going to definitely be a thing before it was even called gooey. Like I had no idea what to even call it. Mm-hmm. And Can so, you explain the name a little bit? Yeah. So gooey to me, it's a feeling. It's like that feeling that you get for me, like my gooey is when I eat like really good food, I dance. Like I just sit at the table and I like bop around. Mm -hmm. It's more like a like picture, if you will, a dog (laughs) being very excited and how they're like move their butt. Yeah. That's how I am when I when I eat really good food. (laughs) You know what? Cody dances when he eats really good food too. And like does it jig. Mm -hmm. I sing. I'm like, mm, yeah, this food. Like, I like <laughs> jam a little. I think I just eat it. Like, I don't think I do anything crazy. Sometimes but... I moan. I'm like, oh my God. This <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So that's my gooey. But then, like, gooey can be different things for different people. And so the podcast, I wanted, I got the spark of the name basically from a yoga class that I took at Lit, actually. And we were all in. Shavasana or frog pose. I think it was actually frog pose because it was a restorative yoga class. And the instructor was like, like, you know, sink into this pose, like really feel it. Like, do you feel how yummy you feel? Do you feel how gooey, how drippy? And I was like, oh, that's it. That's the name. That's it. Because it's that feeling. So, and you can apply that to any aspect in your life. It doesn't have to be just a yoga class or meditation or anything like that. It can be like eating a meal that you really like or finally like finding the home that you've been searching for. Like that feeling can spark in anywhere. And so I loved taking that that word and like making it a movement or like a platform. And the podcast is kind of where it's starting with that. And I really want, you know, this year I plan on branching out into events with GUI and kind of like creating that feeling in a room for everyone and the word that it reminds me of is like juicy. I feel like that's something I always say. Like that just feels really juicy to me. Like in that good, it's same thing as gooey. And I like that you said, I want to have events where I create that feel in the room because I also view it as 
going back to energy, like the feminine energy thing, like we need more of that. We need more of that like juicy, flowy, gooey feminine energy. And when we bring a bunch of women together in one room, it seems like we activate that. And I think that's like sort of the missing puzzle piece in everything that's going on in this world. So I'm excited to attend some of those events. Yeah. Let's get them happening. I know. I know. That's why I'm very excited to get back to Columbus and have like a home base there. I think... I think the place that I'm going to be moving into is really going to spark even more inspiration. Like I'm very excited to be down there. Columbus has so much creative energy and so much. The people are amazing and so like supportive. So I'm very very ready for Gooey like to really take off here. Yeah, and it will too. So can you tell people a little bit about Gooey the podcast? Like what can they expect if they listen to the show? Yeah. So if you don't already, please subscribe. We're just a baby, but we've interviewed some really awesome guests, including the two of you whose episode is just at this point a few weeks back. Um, And yeah, I mean, so far it's been talking to women about what inspires them, um, what they do, and like their way of getting there. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like even if people don't think they're inspirational, they're going to inspire somebody um, mm-hmm. with their story. And that was really like the spark for the podcast. I wanted people to feel like they would just have a deep talk with somebody and can can listen in on that deep talk and get get something, get some some nugget of wisdom and really take inspired action in their own lives because of it. So I think it's those everyday stories that are the most inspirational because people can see themselves in them. Mm -hmm. Like I think a lot of times I've had that before. I'm like, I have to have some like giant dramatic story. But I think when people can relate to you and they're like, I could be in that same position, like that could be the way my life goes. Like that could have been me there. It inspires them to take action because it makes it feel like I don't know. Sometimes those stories, like she woke up every day and trained for this race mm-hmm. for five hours, and like yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so it you just kind of say like, oh, that's not an avenue or a direction I'm going to pursue. Mm-hmm. But when you're like, these are just normal people, and they're they're doing really cool things in their own way, you feel inspired. Like, I could do that. Exactly. Yeah, and I think um, you're exactly right. Like finding, I don't know. Like maybe it's just making things seem more on your level. Mm-hmm. like Accessible. Yeah, accessible. Perfect. I was going to say, even this conversation, and it's because the three of us are all friends, I wonder how relatable it'll be just the beginning of that conversation where people are like, oh my God, that happened to me when I was a kid. Or like, yeah, I like can relate to this. Or one time I saw my dead uncle in a corner too. <laughs> Not uncle. <laughs> That's going to be the title. I'm going to literally name this episode the Dead Uncle in the Corner. <laughs> um, what is this about? For those of you listening that don't know, Sam is a writer and she writes the show notes for our show. So she gets to title this episode and do all the show notes. We love her so. It's funny because, I mean, like the way things worked out because you, the whole, like you got into podcasting through, like we were on our way to the Good Fest. I mean, you were already listening to podcasts. We were on our way to the Good Fest. I mean, it was like, hey, do you want to like maybe write some show notes? And then that's like, I feel like you just have these opportunities that, plop themselves like or like you move to a place that's like made for you like I don't know how you do it <laughs> I don't being know open I think it's being open you un you unintentionally manifest the things that you want because 
you're putting out that energy. You're putting out positive energy. You're like, I want this, I want this. And then it comes back to you. And you're also open to it. You're open Mm -hmm. to opportunities. Whereas I think that the downfall for a lot of people is that they want opportunity and they want things to happen, but they don't really realize they're closed off to it because either they have like fears they need to work through or you know how we like self-sabotage. We're like, oh, Oh, but we can't can't make that happen because if that happens, then I'm going to be out of my comfort zone. I think it's just about being like, I'm going to allow whatever to happen to happen. I just answered why things in your life go the way they do. I hope that was right. Yeah, actually, that's <laughs> a perfect explanation. I'm actually okay. right now typing out something that you said because it sparked a little inspiration to me. But that is like, that <laughs> is exactly it. And Liz has even talked about this with me because, so for those of you listening, Liz is my financial coach. She's not being great right now, but she'll get better. (laughs) I had to be like, Sam, my computer's dead. I'm getting ready to go to Italy. My life's on fire. Can we talk? My life's on fire. Can we reschedule? Just blame it on Mercury. Blame it on Mercury. (laughs) So yeah, I'm working with Liz right now. And as like, she's my financial coach. And it's been great because she's kind of shown me that I am an unintentional manifester of things. And I think you're helping me, both of you right now are helping me realize like that does happen. And Mm -hmm. I used to think before, so I'm a projector, my human design. And when I found that out, I was really bummed. And I think a lot of projectors get that way because so a projector is a non energy being. Like we get our energy from those around us or from really anything that supplies energy around us. And I was like, well, I thought that I would be like a manifesting generator or like something exciting. Mm-hmm. And instead, I got like the non-energy being who... Where did like, you take a quiz, like an online quiz? So you just... It's kind of like when you figure out your natal chart, it's the same idea. It's just a oh. different... It just pulls from different things. This is um, called human design. I feel yeah. like I want to look this up. I yeah. want to do it too. It's amazing. Um, you learn a lot about yourself. But like I said, like I got really bummed because I'm like... The projectors are boring. Like we don't do anything. We have to wait to be invited. Like what the hell is this? And so I got like super upset about it all. But now I'm seeing like I just have to figure out different ways to live my design. And I'm doing that through listening to podcasts and through other stuff like that. But but yeah, so I'm I'm now realizing like maybe I am manifesting, but I'm just doing it in a different way. And so it's helping mm-hmm. me do that differently. Well, and like the other thing about you is since you are a connector, you connect people to everyone, like meet this person, meet that person. That just explains like what that projector part of you, like you feed off of like that person's energy and meeting this person. And when you're around someone or you're you're in a new environment, I think that this all is making sense now. Like when you're in, like say you go to New York, you're like, oh God, I could do this. I could do the energy of New York. When you're in Columbus, you're like, I could do this. So it's that you feed off of the energy that you're in. And then you're unintentionally manifesting whatever one is like the truest for you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. This is great. I'm just channeling today. It's all that psychic talk. I love it. Going on. Well, I can't wait for you to be down here, honestly, in a couple of weeks. By the time this episode airs, I think you'll be what, like a week out from moving to Columbus, which is super exciting. Tell our listeners where they can keep up with you. Of course, we know that they can go to GUI Podcast to listen to you interview a bunch of other amazing, inspiring guests. But where else can they connect with you and learn more? Yeah. Um, so I'm on Instagram. Personal Instagram is fried eggs N, the letter N, Sam, uh, and then GUI Podcast. And the website is www.friedeggsnsam.com. And please uh, subscribe. 
to Gooey Podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, and I think that's it right now. You're on everything. Am I? Yeah. I don't okay. even know where people... I don't I even know where they get... There's like iTunes Google or... Play, Stitcher, Spotify, mm. anywhere that you can get a podcast. The, that's where Sam is. And we the are. Podcast Masters team is on them. So cool. yeah, you can find them anywhere. Find me anywhere. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we obviously love you. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. And we will see you in person so soon. Yay. Thank you so much. All right. Well, as always, it was a joy to talk to Sam again. We hope to have her on many more times to keep giving her awards for most interviewed guest on the Finding Your Shine podcast. We love everything she's doing in the space. We love her adventures and following her and being a part of her very multifaceted fun life. So thanks for coming on, Sam. And thanks to you guys for listening and tuning in. Please follow all of us on Instagram, fried eggs and Sam, if you want to follow Sam personally, Gooey Podcast for her show. We are nourished with Nina and Liz Garster, super. I feel like I need a cool name now that everyone else has cool names. You're totally solid. I told you this before. The name <laughs> thing is in. People want to be just their name on Instagram. Well, I've so been, I'm ahead it. of the trend. You're ahead of the trend. You've got it covered. And at Finding Your Shine Podcast, you can find all of us on Instagram. And yeah, catch up with us there. But until then, we will see you next Monday with a new episode. Bye. See you guys later.